0: Welcome to the Tearing It Up podcast. I'm your host, Taryn. We'll be tearing it up, tearing it down, and tearing it apart, dissecting all things related to those who deviate from the standard, from leaders of their industry to leaders of mediocrity, and maybe a gear review or two thrown in. We shoot the shit and let the conversations flow, so if that's not your style, this may not be for you. Otherwise, listen in. Hope to light a fire in you somehow. I wish you could hear it say, Recording in progress. I did. I oh, did. you did. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So it's been again already like three weeks or something, which is crazy because we really are trying to get this thing to happen a little more consistently. But yeah. it's it's very hard with life and ever changing schedules, especially. Well, I guess my schedule as much as I want to believe it's not ever changing right now, I'm like, I work Wednesday through Friday here, Monday through Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday at home. But those Mondays and Tuesdays, like and there are also days that I just try to get a few things done before I start work at home. And then, yeah, it's just coordinating schedules is so hard and the weeks, just go by then the holidays. Ugh. It's been nuts, but um, so not, I mean, it's been three weeks. I feel like not a whole lot has happened other than Tahoe has become buried in about 16 feet of snow. (laughs) Yeah, Same Uh, for
1: lowland western Washington, which is, I mean, it's not a, I don't know if we got a foot, I'd say like about a half a foot, but it's still here after like, four days of snowing and then it's supposed to snow again on Thursday so
0: that's crazy it doesn't normally like stick around very long there in town no. it will be like a you know a couple inches or something and then you're lucky if it stays for a day yeah yeah that's- and like
1: the roads are usually clear by like day two but there's still standing snow in places and the roads are still wild and geez yeah it's
0: uh we have about four to five feet in our yard uh um, so like the tops, the summits, um, like so we broke the December record for snowfall, which was set in like the 1970s at 193 inches. And so now uh, I don't know exactly what it is, but it has to be over 200 inches, um, at least in a couple spots. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's like over 16 feet of snow. And that all happened like in a couple of weeks, because I want to say for some reason I have like December 6th, that date like still stuck in my head. I don't know why, but I know that like first week of December, um, like the first at least through the fourth, it was like 60 degrees out. There was like right. not a lick of snow. It snowed in October, but then it like didn't really. And so I was just like, oh my God, what's happening, which is also why I feel like the holidays kind of snuck up on me because it was so sunny and warm that I was like, just not in the winter mode, certainly not in the Christmas mode. We got our Christmas tree anyways. Um, but I was just like, it's, it doesn't feel like winter. Then all of a sudden, like the next week, the second week of December, something, it started second full week. Anyways, I keep looking at the calendar for reference (laughs) started, um, started hammering, you got, like, a foot overnight, and just storms after storms, and I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> snow day after snow day. Yeah, Are you uh, even
1: able to have snow days, like, for you personally? Um, uh,
0: no. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah, not me. So, like, the, the shop kind of did, had a half day, uh, Sunday, yes, because there's no power. Yeah. So, I don't know when the for us, the power went out at like 830 or something. I was out shoveling the deck. Before I went out, the bathroom light started to flicker, but I wasn't sure if it was just like the bulb because one had was already out. Um, so I didn't pay much mind to it. Um, and we have a gas fireplace. So uh, I turned the fireplace on because some gloves of ours were still wet from snowmobiling the day before. So I wanted to try and dry him out a little bit because Andrew takes literally all the gloves with him when he goes out because they just get soaked. So he goes through a few pairs. So I turn it on, whatever, walk outside. I'm out there for a little bit, shoveling the deck, come back in. And I'm like, why isn't the fan to the fireplace on? And I thought like, it's just been a little finicky. So I flip it on and off, nothing happens. And I'm like, well, fuck it, I got to go to work. Um, and Andrew's outside. So there's no point to have this gas on. Yeah. And then I realized the power was out and uh well actually I was just going to CrossFit and so Truckee is split into two um into two counties so we're actually in a different county than Andrew's parents who live across the street which is more like a driveway not a street so it's even a little bit funnier that there's Two houses or three houses, right? We're back where we are that are Placer County, and then the the rest are Nevada. So sometimes, with the so we get our energy from a different place, so sometimes Mm -hmm. our power's out and theirs isn't. Um, and that's what the case was. So, whatever, I was just like, I'm gonna, I'm going to CrossFit, like, um. I, I don't know if the power's on or not, but it's the only class of the day. And if it's off, like they're not canceling it now. Cause it's too late to cancel. People are going to be on their way and you don't need the power. Um, though so it's all like windows in the front there. So we did it without power there, but then I realized I was supposed to work. I was like, Oh shit. Like I got a, a text from this app we use or a reminder. And, uh, so it's, it's 9 30. Like I finished the first part of the workout and I just start putting my shit away and putting my boots on. I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta work. And like, I never work Sundays. I don't work a Sunday in forever. So I just didn't look at the schedule. I haven't been using my planner properly. <laughs> it's um, so
1: hard. Yeah.
0: But, uh, as I left and started going down the road to go back home and change and my boss, texted me and said that they didn't have power. So just like to not worry about it until they get power. So I turned back around and went back to CrossFit to finish the workout. But uh, their power never came back on. So they called it at like 2.30 in the afternoon. And since they open at eight on Sunday, I figure like they started with power and it probably went off like right after they opened.
1: Yeah.
0: So other than that, like he always tries to stay open. Like I said, most of the time, like the power will go out like during the day. um, And like we can still try and run transactions or whatever. But uh, it was kind of, this whole the whole area with this storm the last week has been crazy like trees are falling over power lines so this one neighborhood has like three huge trees on power lines this whole grid is just like out with no day of when it will return um because they have to fix all these power lines and the weather's been crazy so they like don't know when they can um and Friday, Christmas Eve, we were open at the shop and we we're supposed to be open till regular hours. I got off at 4.30 anyways, because I opened. So I don't know if they closed early, but the internet went out around like 10 or 11, which for us and our point of sale system, uh, we could not take any sales or like we couldn't use our POS. We had to use the owner's like phone and PayPal and an Excel spreadsheet. And Old we thought, cool. yeah, we thought we had the hang of it. Well, he did and then then we were closed christmas then sunday the power was out and then monday um the uh people who were supposed to work could not get there because the roads were closed so the owner dave he was there to like 1:30 or 1 by himself then i came in and uh we had to catch up on like enter each individual item sold on friday into Monday and so there were some discrepancies there for sure it was like a little um hard to do but yeah there's a lot of people playing catch up on things whether they were like gone for the holidays and now they have like a ton of snow removal to do or like the main interstate um here I-80 just opened yesterday westbound so anyone who was like towards San Francisco um was just able to come back last night um Since like I don't know before Christmas, so yeah, because
1: you said um, that they were they were like regulating who passes through.
0: Yeah, and that was only on the other side, so we had to go to Reno, um, to drop off a truck to the to the we had to take it to the dealership because the check engine lights on and no one around here could like read the code, and we had to get it smogged. So we had to yeah, so we had to take it down there. We've been computers and but we've been waiting for this appointment for like over a month um, just because that's how far appointments are out. So we got down there. I mean, the roads were oh, a little sketchy up top, but um, you know, we've, we've gone through worse, but yeah, they have like a, normally they will, like during chain control there's a check like you cannot pass go without having chains or four-wheel drive whatever they're requiring but this time you had to show your ID that you lived in Truckee otherwise you could not get past
1: yeah
0: Um, yeah. so it's been kind of nice the last few days actually because um, the resorts have been closed well they opened yesterday but there's a couple days throughout the last week that they were closed because of high winds and just avalanche danger um but with yeah, the, i
1: was gonna say like with all the snow that you guys have been getting over there like is it even safe to yeah
0: um i mean it depends where you go it was high very high for um a few avalanche. days and now it yeah the avalanche danger and now it's um it, i know yesterday it went down from high to considerable so there's four levels uh, or there's five technically, five is extreme, which means like don't leave your house, you might die. Yeah, um, like that's literally what they say when it comes to extreme. Like, we God. that's that's the day we made that like funny like video out the door. If you've seen that on Instagram, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, it, they're literally saying like blizzard conditions, you might die if you go outside. Um, and then four is high, three considerable, two goes down. Da, 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 da. So, yesterday. The whole pyramid was considerable um and now I just looked this morning and it's uh it's like it's a mix like considerable moderate and low so like at the tree below tree line is low so it's settled there um and the snowpack is settling a little bit more but there's still always the the chance no matter what it says but uh but yeah so you just have to actually read the report and the aspects and and see where it is the safest to travel but um but yeah in the middle of the week the it was just hammering so much that like anywhere was was dangerous even in the resorts because they couldn't keep up on mitigation of the of the avalanche like bombing and whatnot so with the like literally all highways into tahoe were closed like um you couldn't get here and it's really nice because I was gonna say because you can go anywhere so even though we do not have passes anywhere this year which is like a big surprise for us yeah. um so we're, we're not trying to go to the resorts but literally trying to go anywhere you um you have to sit in traffic because the highways are just two lane highways here and and there's resorts everywhere. So, you know, I could be trying to get to work or the grocery store and it's just backed up from resort traffic in either direction. So you're like, okay, it takes me 10 minutes to get to work, but now I'm stuck in this like traffic um, and you can't get around anything. You can't hop on the highway and like just skip town you and get on an through. exit because yeah. literally every road is like backed up. So it's like, yes, yeah, go ahead, close the highways, because right. I can actually like, get to work and get to my daily life without. Yeah. Um, what a trip. Yeah.
1: I know that you mentioned to me before when I came to visit Tahoe for the first time where you were like, hey, the resort's right there. We could see it in my backyard. But sometimes it takes us like two hours to get, get to the resort to ride. Like, yeah. Have you or other locals thought of like alternative methods to getting there?
0: Oh yeah. Well, so for example,
1: mm-hmm. I gotta tell you this quick little story. Oh yeah, please do Murray to has gotten into uh putting motors on bicycles. <laughs> and so he's got two now mm-hmm. and they're just like shit ass frames that are that you could pick up from Kmart for like 50 bucks and uh-huh. then throws like a hundred dollar engine kit that you can order from China on it. And he took it out in the snow and he was just like, this thing fucking and <laughs> It is so awesome. And like, we went out to breakfast one day and he rode it to where we went out to breakfast and we followed him. And it was just hysterical to like watch him slip and slide. But like, he got to our destination before us both times there and back, but it was just like, I mean, with everything, all these, like, changing things with, like, COVID and, like, Mm -hmm. all these, like, we're, we really, like, I mean, I know scientists have been warning us this for years and years and years, but we really need to start thinking outside of the box.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, there's a like e-bikes around here are very prevalent, like in the summer okay. and whatnot. Like we have a couple, um, so people are out like riding their bikes all the time because summer traffic also gets bad, but not as bad as, um, the winter, because that's what we are is like a snow destination. Yeah. Yeah. um, and I mean, yeah, people, people love Lake Tahoe and they go there in the summer and whatnot, but the snow is just worse. And, um, but the thing is with biking in the winter, like there's nowhere to really bike because the roads, there's so much snow that there's no shoulder. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. there's uh-huh. definitely no bike lane. There's like one of the, um, popular, paths does get like walking and bike paths does get plowed but it's just like a kind of commute or not a commuter it's just like a leisure trail yeah. so um biking it would just be hard unless they had the manpower and the the place to move the snow that's the thing like we get so much snow that there becomes times that you there's just nowhere else to put the snow yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah so yeah, like people, pe- you will see people biking around with their skis to their bike when it's yeah. like spring or early, uh, or just like a low snow year when there's enough room for them to like bike and get through the cars. And there's a lot of talk about around like what we can do to help the the traffic. I don't know like what the town really has in play, but you know, yeah. as as far as like um what do you call it like parking, and uh, the parking goes and stuff like that yeah. where yeah, like big parking lots where you can get on the shuttle. But well, I just don't know if that would work because so many people are well, first of all still covid. So yeah. there's there's that um and also there's just a certain group of of folks And I think there's a lot of them here who don't like, you know, they want to have their own space and have their car and not have to rely on a shuttle to go here or there. It's going to take some time to get the like mass transportation to be a little bit better here and for people to be on board with it, especially in the winter. Um, Even here. Yeah. But so there's, you know, they're trying to figure it out, but that's the big too as far as the the growth of this area in general and the constant like talk about building more or more people coming here and whatnot is that like we don't have the infrastructure to handle more people because there's only a couple ways out and that is even uh, more so talked about now in the summers because of the fires. So yeah. when all the people who are here come here, yeah. um, like you you just, you can't get out if we, if a bad fire happens and happens fast. Um, so last year, like I said, there was some evacuations um, in South Lake Tahoe and the West shore of Tahoe. Uh, and I think that, you know, they started them early uh not not like too early by any means I mean I think they it was a a great way that they did it because it got at least most people out and it's the stubborn people who are gonna be like no I'm I'm staying but uh especially
1: the people who like that's where their roots are you know what I mean like generational and
0: yeah I got one downstairs yeah (laughs) (laughs) And, and another one upstairs yeah and so you know my dad in the summer is like was just kept saying that to me. He's like, I don't care about anything. As soon as you like feel like you need to, you just throw your shit in the truck and get the fuck out of there. (laughs) I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not worried about like anything that I have. It's, you know, all replaceable. Obviously there's a few things that that aren't, but uh like you know, pictures and things like that. But still when it comes to your life, like what's worth it um, yeah but yeah, yeah I think we we talked about in the first one I had like a little bag kind of packed when we were in Michigan for our buddy to buddy to grab of like okay take this and like go but uh but yeah so I don't know what what they would do about structure so it was in on one hand kind of annoying that they closed the highway so easily um seems like much easier than they they used to even in just my relatively short time here <laughs> uh, just yeah yeah. So um yeah, it's a uh, yeah, oh, sorry. I totally totally had a brain fart. So it was annoying that they'd close it, um but now I'm kind of like, oh, actually I see a lot more pluses to this than than not. <laughs> So yeah, anyway, we're buried in snow and everyone around here like knows and sees that. And I'm glad you guys are getting some snow. Yeah. But, uh, I, um, and just real quick and then we'll like go through your updates. I, uh, I went to, so that day, the last day we went is when I had that first naturopath appointment. Yeah. And so I haven't had my follow-up. It's not till the end of January but I just went in yesterday and did like a blood draw for a food sensitivity test and, uh, a couple other things, just like random that she just wanted to check levels of. And then an adrenal test is also what she gave me, which I did the other day, but I fucked it up. So I have to do it again, which is just like five times throughout the day in certain time periods. I have to do this, uh, like put a cotton ball under my tongue and like soak it with my spit. Yeah. But this other one I'm going to have to like actually spit in, but, uh, So I'm excited that I'm going to have those. I was telling my mom yesterday, I'm like, even if, um, you know, like every, and I actually had a dream. I just remembered this, that like everything came back like normal. Like some of my blood tests were in like a, either like the low end or high end of the range, but still in the normal range. And so i obviously I haven't talked to my doctor about that. She hasn't broken some of these things down. So I don't know. Cause with her in the first set, she was like, so this is like what they say the standard range is, but like I go by like a healthy range and this yeah. is not like in it. So I think on some of these ones we just did, I may be on a, I'm interested to see what she says. For example, uh, just this one uh, HA1C. I always see a commercial about this, but so that's yeah. for like diabetes. And that's something I've been tested for a couple of times um, and been concerned that I have, but I am like right on the edge, like literally like the number 5.7 and above is pre-diabetes and I'm a 5.6. So by all like Western doctor standards, like my doctor would be like, oh, you're fine. I just have a feeling like that's what she would say. Um, And so I can't wait to hear what like the naturopath has to say, uh, like break that number down a little bit more for me um, and tell me like really what does that that mean and am being at that level like does that mean like I am at a risk of going higher or is it like yeah totally fine and normal but yeah
1: or like would you have to stop eating sugar yeah
0: or or, like or other things of like you know is it an insulin like resistant thing like I don't really know the differences but that was the highest one of marker that I could like decipher like myself um, and try to understand a little so uh so yeah so I won't be able to break those down or get the adrenal test results and the food test until the end of January but yeah it's just like whatever if like everything comes back normal I at least feel good that you know I, I went through the process yeah. of, tra- of trying it so um how did you in, find your naturopath uh well she's the only one in town oh <laughs> I mean, I think I could be wrong.
1: There
0: could be somebody, uh, there, there definitely could be someone else, but I found her just by searching it and she came up and then I happened to know who she was because she used to go to the gym that I worked at. So I never looked again because I was like, I know Stephanie, like, I know I can trust her like I don't want to go to anybody else because like I have a like she knows me um, yeah. she she knows what I do um she like you know she doesn't know me like well or anything but still she um for years has has known me and what I do so I, especially as like the main concern has been like this weight gain that like you know she knows I'm a personal trainer but that doesn't mean that you know I eat well or have an a good lifestyle myself or anything, but she at least has a, a little background on me. But uh but yeah, so oh also like I I sold my truck. So, yeah um and I got a much better chunk of change out of it than I ever thought that I would. I think I got a little more than what it's like worth at least a, a little bit more than what like the high end of the blue book was. But mm-hmm. it was super helpful because I was able to pay it off and then like pay it off to credit cards. And, um, and I still have some in the bank and got a nice Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, And got a nice Christmas bonus. So this money could be gone, like literally in a second, if I, you know, wanted to try and pay anything else off, I'm still definitely in debt, but it just felt good to finally be like, Oh, look, I have like a chunk of change, like in the bank and like paychecks coming up that like, yeah, are still, you know, a little, just a little bit more than like what my rent is but yeah. having at least it's not like going from paycheck to bill to zero uh so hopefully having a little bit of that financial stress like lifted will kind of help some other uh stresses cortisol levels if you will and we'll see i don't know i feel like things are on to a all right direction as long as i can keep it together and i don't get all like oh let me go spend a $500 on this. Yeah. Even though we were at Best Buy last night and uh, a- Andrew wants a GoPro. So he bought a GoPro. Oh, yeah. and, and Wait, I, which one did he get? Well, so the 10 is what he was after. So we bought some accessories as well because uh, when I got the GoPro 8, they came out with uh, media mods. So you can hook this whole little thing up around the camera and it has a, a mic on it and attachments where you can put a light. And so this was all like right at COVID. So it was all about everyone's doing everything from home. So you have this, like with your GoPro, now you can have a external microphone. So you pick up the sound very well. You can add lenses and you can have the light so you can film in any, um, uh, any lighting. And, but, uh the media mod wasn't this is when i was doing all my zoom classes and i was using the gopro as my webcam because the wide field of vision uh i didn't have to like constantly move my laptop around to like show like a move i'd be in a plank and like oh crap you can't see what i'm doing you just see my butt um so with the gopro i didn't have to move anything um but the media mod wasn't out and then the it finally came out and i wasn't doing zoom anymore but uh I saw it last night and I got super inspired again. And I was like, Oh, I, I fucking want the media mod. I have the light. I was like, because a lot of people do film their podcasts. And, uh, even though it's like just on zoom. So it would be like, like for us doing it over zoom, it would be like literally just sharing this recording to like YouTube yeah. or something. But when we're together or with like anybody else, like I could use the GoPro to film and, pretty much, you know, maybe not have to have a a mic or headphones are nice, but anyways, uh, then as we were checking out, I was like, oh shit, I'm like a GoPro like member. Um, and you get like 30% off of accessories
1: and, and
0: deals. So we leave Best Buy, we went to this brewery right next door in Reno and had some dinner and I'm on the website and, uh, The GoPro 10 bundle was like $200 or $100 cheaper too. So I I put everything that we bought in a cart on the GoPro website and it was $225 less than what we just spent at Best Buy. So we went right back to Best Buy and returned it all. Good. (laughs) And I was like, we're ordering it instead. Um, And Andrew was okay with it. Usually he's just like, no, I don't want to deal with it. Like we have it. I, I bought the warranty, this, that. But I think it was enough of a difference that he was like, yeah okay like let's uh and we got an extra battery that says to work better in the cold because he wants to um get, use it for snowmobiling
1: yeah
0: um so so yeah like you've mentioned wanting to uh get a little better at video editing and stuff so it reminded me of of that but or just start in general yeah but before we go to like i think we'll oh. like we'll end with talking about like any 2022 goals but yeah uh I'm gonna stop jabbering now and let you give your little update on on life I I know even though you might not want to so I feel like I was keeping it pretty light because I well because I was because nothing's really been going on with me um but I know you've right before Christmas uh you know had some family stuff and so you guys have been struggling a bit Yes,
1: yeah. I'll start the updates light. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started going to therapy last week. I had my first session.
0: That's um, awesome. Yeah, I'm like really, talk really, therapy. Really, not yeah, like, talk okay. therapy.
1: Yeah. And it's just via Zoom. Um, I found her because I was looking for a therapist for Jordan, my nephew who I adopted, which His therapist never the person that I reached out to be his therapist never got back to me, which I need to call that person today. Um, but yeah, she called me right away and was like, all right, let's get this going. And I was like, Oh my God, I have a therapist. This is crazy. Um, and she's really she's done a lot in her life. She was in the military and then she went to go be a nurse for like 15 years and then. She got really interested in working with veterans who have PTSD. So then she went back to school to become a therapist and now she's a therapist. It's just, I just love hearing stories like that because it's like, girl, you like did this thing then that, and you were, you know, it's just, it's just nice to hear people's life stories because I mean, we're in the thick of it in our Mm thirties, still trying to be like, how do we keep up with a daily planner?
0: yeah yeah totally <laughs> how, how, how
1: do I stick to a, a, a schedule and a regiment? but um it was just like the first uh session so it was just like went through everything and I'm gonna get a diagnosis <laughs> through that like n4 n1 whatever the number thing is there's like a book uh. any psychologists let us know but anyways I'll get a diagnosis um and she uh told she like when I told her she she asked about drinking Mm
0: -hmm.
1: which I told her that I smoked pot too she didn't say anything about that but she was really concerned about my drinking which I don't like I never we never drink at home Marie and I don't drink we are more potheads than we are alcohol drinkers Mm -hmm. um but like if I do go out I'm like oh I never do this so I'm gonna like go hard and then I'm hung over the next day and I hate my fucking life yeah uh so I told her I was just like yeah I just hate being hung over which everyone hates that yeah (laughs) she just like really honed in on that and Mm -hmm. I told one of my friends who's sober and has been sober gosh I want to say she's been sober for like five years now and she was like yeah if you she and so it was just interesting to hear my friend who's sober's perspective on how much of a mental shift that is when you uh, stop drinking or when you start looking at your relationship with it because it's so normalized because it is legal and has been for forever mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm curious and interested uh, to see how and where all of that will go yeah just like taking a deeper look at my relationship with alcohol
0: yeah that's really interesting and that is one thing honestly that that kind of bothers me is that like everything's always turned to alcohol um but in a good what in the good ways and in the bad ways like I get frustrated that when there's nothing to do it's like let's go get a drink and and I'm like I wish that wasn't like the societal normal, but I also do enjoy it. I have fun. Like I want to go do that, but yeah, I do like not, I don't handle hangovers as as well. And it doesn't have to be like as many drinks before I feel something or that I feel more of a shift in the mind of like, instead of it always being fun, there's more often times of like, it can put me in a bad headspace, and I can notice it after just like one or two drinks, whether it's like getting like frustrated, angry or sad or whatever. But then there's still the times where it's like all just fun and and happiness. Um, But then too, I don't know why, maybe it's just because it's something I don't want to hear that. Yes, um, it
1: is because it is like when she was like focusing, honing in on like talking about my drinking, I was like, please I do this like once maybe twice a week it's yeah the deal but like if you are if you like take a step back and are like no let's really look at this and like look at it from like a societal standpoint and like how and why we resort to these things and why it's so normal
0: Yeah. yeah I think it's interesting I don't know if you've seen there's a lot of uh drinks coming out that are um Cause there was like all the seltzer waters of like, you yes. know, don't, don't gain weight or drink the carbs or whatever. And now there's a bunch of uh, like mocktail kind of drinks coming out. Oh, cool. And I don't know, I haven't looked into them, but I keep seeing different ads. um I'm not sure if they're just like flavored waters that are more you know not just like a flavored sparkling water but there's more to it that it tastes like a cocktail without the alcohol or if there is some of them um that have like relaxing ingredients in them like not not even like yeah
1: herbal tonics or something exactly because
0: like obviously there's cbd and and those kinds of waters but i'd love i know i haven't found one since like the one i had there but um but yeah so i'm interested Because awesome. I, I was like, you know, actually I, I kind of scoffed at it at first I'm like, you know, I might be interested into that because there are the times that you like you just want to drink to like chill out and unwind. Yeah. Um, or like and-
1: socialize. I, I told her that my biggest thing is like I just do it to socialize. Like I don't drink at home, I only do it when I'm like out. Yeah.
0: And so those drinks are cool, but like, and so I, I'd be more likely of like, yeah, maybe I'll try one and have it at home for the times I come home and want to have one, but still unless they're like more normalized like out at a bar in which I think some some bars do have mocktails but it's then that's kind of annoying because it's the same fucking price it's still yeah. 12 bucks <laughs> for some like grenadine and soda water you're like what the yeah, fuck and you, and you don't even get buzz yeah, yeah like the alcohol is the most expensive part we all know this so yes. like make a mocktail that's not going to be the same price as a cocktail and I buy it and otherwise I'm just like well I might as well feel all the shit (laughs) like has your your
1: naturopath talked to you about alcohol
0: not yet I mean we talked uh, like she she did the general rundown of like how much and often do you drink or whatever and recommendation I guess probably of like not drinking excess amounts or whatever but uh she hasn't dived deep into it being like a, a main cause of of anything Uh, Good, Which
1: good, because I mean, like when people do do that, like you're like, oh shit, you're like, I'm doing something bad. Like you feel like shit, bad about yourself for being like, oh, I'm doing this thing. That's not so great, which we all know alcohol is not good for the body.
0: Exactly. Just enjoyable and normal. And that's the thing. It's like over the last year, I think I've realized a little bit more just with my mental state going like very low to regular um, <laughs> like i uh i've i notice when like i i shouldn't drink and i'm not in a good mindset to to do it um mm-hmm but like you said just with the like wanting to like I, well I want to have fun and like that yeah. that was always the thing of like oh let's have a good time but then and like this. start is how doing it is like, yeah
1: like breweries or like going yeah. to that bar you, that one bar that we go you know
0: like I like beer too so it's yes, like I love it that's I the thing it. with the food test I can at least finally know I'm like okay I sure hope gluten really isn't like a high, high, high marker because I don't know like what I'll do for yeah. for do beer. Do you like wine?
1: Do you drink wine ever?
0: Not really. I I prefer if I do white wine or sparkling, yeah. um, or like rose. But I I don't. Uh, it, it gives me a bad headache, and I just I can't drink much because it's just more sugary that I as much as I can eat like a whole bag of like Halloween candy in a sitting yeah. or something like two glasses of like a sweet drink. And I'm like, oh my tummy, like, no, yeah. where's the beer. <laughs> uh, yeah, Even like a white claw or something that doesn't actually have a lot of sugar, but it has that sweetness taste. I'm like, yeah, no, I can have a yeah. couple. And then I'm like ready for, to go back to beer. But And it's so wild how
1: like our, our mind, like tummy connection does those things. I feel like it totally contributes. You know what I mean? When you're Mm -hmm. like being conscientious, like thinking about what you're putting in your body. Totally.
0: Well, that's super exciting that you (sighs) went to a therapist. That's, that's on the list for me as well. Yeah.
1: And I did this, I just went to PsychologyToday.com, and then you put in whatever insurance you have, and then it shows up, you also put in your area code and then it shows a list of all the therapists that accept your insurance. And it was just so oh, wow.
0: That's yeah, awesome. It was
1: so easy. And I was like, okay, cool. I have a therapist now. She that's called so me right cool.
0: Because uh. uh, I, I kind of dabbled in looking at better health, but um, never too far. So I and don't know. And then like, they like, give an me insurance a credit card
1: yeah. and you're like, fucking die.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if they do have like an option, like maybe you get past that and then they do have insurance options. Um, but that's, been the thing it's just like the the naturopath that's turned me away for years is like out of pocket but yeah uh, I know there's there's options on both ends of those that you can find you just have to dig a little more and I'm kind of lazy so yeah and like life is distracting dude yeah so how often do you have like a Uh, a set routine for her right now yeah once
1: a week so I have another session today I've just been sticking to Wednesdays because that's when we started And she only works part-time, so it's in the latter part of the week. Um, so yeah, I started going to a therapist. I'm really excited, nervous, scared about that, but I'm like taking charge. And one of the things that she told me to do, but I didn't do was to find a primary care doctor. Oh. Like when was the last time you had a physical? And I was like, oh shit. Like from a I was like from an OBGYN, like from a and she's like, no, like an actual. And so I'm supposed to find a, a primary care doctor. So I'm also going to look into naturopath. Um, yeah, that's, that's one of the things that I need to do. Um, what else? I hate Christmas Taryn
0: <laughs>
1: I hated it this year. I hated it. so much. Oh. And like before any of that shit happened, which I will talk about. Yeah. 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 It. Um, I just like, was not feeling the Christmas spirit this year and I like really need to figure it out because the thing that gets me the most upset about Christmas is the consumerism of it all right and it's like we're just buying all this shit garbage shit from China that we're like have to get this person that we don't really know and like they don't even want the fucking thing that you give them and then it goes in the landfill and it's just like we're feeding this disgusting cycle and we're just like stuck in the belly of this beast and it needs to stop totally god it needs to stop i'm so i'm like really trying hard and i bought like i did buy gifts and i did go to target and get quincy all the minecraft shit but (laughs) i'm trying so hard i tried really hard to buy local and like all this good stuff and i think the best way to do it is to just find things throughout the year like I, it yeah. to like put that much thought forward but like one of the gifts that I gave um my good friend Sally I bought when I went to go visit her in Hawaii back in March and I oh, gave wow. it to her for Christmas so and she was with me when I bought it so yeah. <laughs>
0: that's awesome
1: Uh, and it's just like an uh, yeah so it's just i need to like figure out my relationship with christmas so i'm not such a grinch yeah because i fucking hate it like i can't stress it enough and i've never i mean like we do the santa claus thing with quincy and so just try like he knows that santa claus is a thing and Mm -hmm. was a man 1600 years ago (laughs) um but and he knows that we get to give him the gifts right uh, but like we still go and see Santa I don't know I just need to figure out yeah. my fucking relationship with Christmas
0: it's got to be tough with a kid and everything and yeah. we we had a really really small one this year too just because we're like the just the time and money anyways is like you know we're not going to shopping around couldn't really get anywhere by the time yeah uh because we procrastinated so much so it was nice. Andrew's mom got us all like a bunch of like little gift cards and like some like just fun little ones, like a $15 one a Dairy Queen. I'm like, I'm not going, <laughs> I'll probably, I'm not above a blizzard by any means, yeah, but no, yeah, yeah. it's going to sit around for a while. But, um, yeah, like a $50 target one in Macy's and a $25 Starbucks one. And, um, so and yeah, like you can do those locally as well. But you know, she went to Safeway, I'm sure, and just picked off the big wall and it was fine and great. And I got Andrew uh just a couple things like for the snowmobile, a Garmin inreach. So I was like, Well, this is selfish. I don't know if you really want this, but I want you to have it. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. like a satellite communication uh-huh. device, like you know i i know i can find you or get a hold of you and like ultimately like yeah with what you're doing like you know you should have one i mean and anyone should have one these days but uh so it felt good that yeah it wasn't like a a bunch of stuff it was kind of like oh man there's no presents under the tree they were all for piglet yeah yeah <laughs> but, yeah, yeah and my mom sent me a couple of things but like useful things i got this cool new bluetooth mouse whoop, whoop. um so yeah, it was nice to have like a smaller one, but you know, just like with the drinking food, it's become normal to have like this giant cluster of presents and have this whole big Yay. unwrap this and but really like half of it's junk that you don't really want, you're not gonna use. And huh. so Andrew and I like got more of like big ticket items for each other. Um and you know, it was just a couple things and still it's like even so we would have probably gotten these things without it being Christmas. Cause it's just like, if I want to buy something I like for somebody, I just want to buy it and have it be a gift instead of like, we have to wait for this certain date or time. Yes. I want it to be like, I saw this and I thought of you and like, yeah. I want to get it for you. But usually it's like, I talk myself out of it. Cause I'm like, well, I don't really want to spend that money right now. And oh. I, I just don't want to be in that since I want to be able to walk into a store and see something that's like, that reminds me of Amber. Like I want to get it to her and send it to her, whatever it is. Yeah. And um, But you know, something like that, I know you'll love and use and enjoy, and it won't matter if it's like your birthday, Christmas or fucking whatever. <laughs>
1: like- yeah. 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 So again, with the like changing your mindset with alcohol, changing your mindset with Christmas. Yeah. That's yeah. What I want to do. Totally. And just like, I mean, like everything, everything is fucking changing and we need to like get on it. Oh, speaking of which, have you watched that movie on Netflix called Don't Look Up?
0: Oh, uh, so I started it the other night. Uh, I got pretty far and then it passed out. Uh, so yeah. I, I, I want to go back and finish it. Um. Uh, so good yeah because then I kept seeing things posted about it so like um I was like oh man I gotta I gotta finish it I can't remember where I where I really ended it off but it was it was I liked the way it was going so I I definitely want to finish it
1: there, there's this woman who is an environmental scientist that I follow on Instagram, and she was like, "That movie was too real for me. Wow, very triggering because she deals with situations like that all the time, where um, she goes to like the White House or whatever, or like to to warn the people of like this mm-hmm. environmental science scientific discovery that she came across, and they're just like, oh. oh, oh, oh what about christmas you know what i mean yeah like yeah
0: totally just laugh it
1: off and it's just like yep. this is the world we are in. yeah
0: it's oh, like oh God. can you just hold that thought until after the election like, <laughs> yeah yeah it's fun we need to we
1: need to like truly re direct our priorities. 100 oh, Major, major way. Yeah,
0: definitely.
1: Um, what else? Okay. Yeah. So I hate Christmas. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Good thing it's over. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We never got to that gift guide we talked about, but yeah, whatever. Well,
1: here's, here's our gift guide. If you see things throughout the year that yeah. you of someone Fucking buy it and hold on to it until Christmas. If you yeah,
0: can. exactly. You either like gift it as a like just being a nice, friendly thing, or hold on to it. So personally, I would love like I I don't care. I've never been like expected my friends to like get me anything for Christmas and I'd much rather them like get me something and yeah just send it and I get a little surprise in the mail I'm like oh my god like it just warms your heart to know that yeah. people are thinking about you at other times of the year than the two times that like they're supposed to um, yeah so I would but yeah, if their birthday or Christmas or something is close close by, or like you just want to because you have that tradition with somebody or whatever, you want to give it as a gift and wait, then, then great. But you know, there's with this last year or two, I guess, of like being in weird spots mentally and stuff, um, and going into dark places, like then it's yeah. I'm like, I would love even just texts or calls of of people not like, I don't need a lot, but it's like, yeah, that would be so that's, you just never know where people's heads are. So just to give them the reminder, like you always see these memes of like, check on your, your friends, even the ones you think you're okay, are okay. And that, and whatnot so I'm like yeah those things like you when you're thinking about somebody like you gotta tell them and I feel like I've been trying to make an effort to do that as well just judging by the way that I have have felt the last couple years that I'm like yeah I like I wanna wanna do this and especially with like what Hillary and I went through as a friendship um, and like not talking I don't look at it as a bad thing of like the time lost but it was definitely a learning experience where it's like Yeah. Um, we, we figured it out and like lost some time and I don't want to like lose any more with, with people. Obviously that was like for, for reasons, but, uh, when you, when you're not in that place with somebody and you don't need that space, then it's like, Hey, yeah. Remind your friends that you like fucking love them. Yeah. And when you go through
1: trials with friendships in particular, because I feel like with your partner, it's 1000% different because you Mm -hmm. can call them an asshole and then they'll give you a hug and a kiss. That's what I mean. But with friendships, it's entirely different. And so like when you do have conflict in friendships, it just helps reassess like boundaries mm-hmm, or, like, mm-hmm. and it makes your friendship stronger. Like yeah. there's just in like with what I've gone through recently, I've realized with Murray and I, like we just need to be better with like communicating what's going on in our heads. Cause we just can't, mm-hmm. we just don't know. And sometimes totally. I don't know what's going on in my own head. So just mm-hmm. to like take the time each day to be like, genuinely how was your day what thoughts went through your head like and and to try to get better at asking questions that provoke those thoughts of yeah what did I think of today what was something that like struck a chord in my brain that I was like whoa that's fucked up or that was great or yeah it's just good and like the reaching out to people especially when and it's hard because like I usually am like oh man I should hit up so-and-so when I'm driving yeah. And I'm like, Fuck, I should not text and drive. Yeah, totally. I, and drive. Yes. So now more so than ever, I think that we should like make it a challenge to like, whenever someone pops in your head, call them, just yep. fucking call them. We yeah. have motherfucking phones technology that is like so advanced and yeah. like, so like technologically advanced with our fucking phones. And all we do is like Dare at videos of other people's pets. Totally. You know what I mean? Like we just need to like utilize the things that we have, man, am I on a soapbox or what? No, it's awesome. Yeah. We should I, do more morning zoom.
0: Totally. I, so I totally, um, do that all the time. I think of Uh, it pops in my head of a terrible time like driving or as I go into work and I do this all the time with my mom and so I I like quit doing it because once I open that can of worms with her particularly she'll just like go off and like just text me nonstop. and I'm like no I can't like I'm so like I'll preface it I'm like I'm so sorry I texted at a really bad time I'm going into work but I just have to say this so she like knows like she can't go on or like continue her call um but it is sometimes easier to like shoot that text than to like pick up the phone and call and say, hi, I really just want to say hi, but I have to go now. Bye. Um, because if you do maybe have some time to talk, then you're like, but then I don't want to get stuck on the phone for an hour or half hour or whatever. I really just want to send this text. But, uh, there's times too, like what you just said that I'm like, yeah, I should actually maybe just do that once in a while. But I know that like a lot of people these days just don't even answer their phone if totally. someone calls and they're like, just text me. Yeah. Um, and then and- you have a
1: voicemail and you're talking to them. So, like, okay, cool. I'm like leaving this voicemail because I thought of you and I was really stoked at the moment, but now yeah. I'm, I'm disappointed. So
0: well, and people, so I am one of those people, I, I do not le- leave any message unread or unchecked. So I will check that voicemail immediately. Um, and decide whether it's something I need to call back even if they do text or whatever um but so many people don't check their voicemails but I will leave a message and check the message and forget to respond yeah and then my, my mom like she'll call back or something. I'm like, I left you a message. I said, do not call. I just had to tell you this. <laughs> She's just like, Oh, I didn't see it. I just saw that you called. I'm like, yeah, that was two days ago though. <laughs> like, She doesn't check the timestamp or anything. But, uh, but yeah, with, um like, with partners and friends, it definitely differ. I think um you can have friends who, or friendships that you do have good boundaries with. And it is similar to, you know you know each other so well that it is that kind of relationship you know each other's boundaries or whatnot but for a lot of of friends I think it's harder to to know what the boundaries are and or to um, like piss them off or like yeah. wanna,
1: like want to have the hard conversations because yeah. with friendships it's usually like light and yeah light and good but you're like, supposed to just
0: be there for me yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: yeah and like when you just have these expectations in your head, mm-hmm. without saying them to your friend, then it's just, it, we're, we're, it doesn't go anywhere. That's why yeah. you gotta, like, get the things out of your mouth.
0: Yeah. And then even with your partner, or whatever, it takes a lot of digging and a lot of work to get to the point where you are having that open communication, especially if it's with somebody who isn't really at, like, it takes a lot more digging okay. at them to to open yeah. them up and i feel like i was that person for a long time and i'm getting a little bit better about it myself and i think that helps open the other person up too when you're just like hey yeah. like and letting them know like this is how i was feeling like this really made me feel that way it makes them hopefully uh feel a little bit better about being comfortable to say that like back to you um that's something andrew and i've definitely been kind of like working on if feel like in in opening those doors so it's not stuff just festering yeah. um but you know i think like marie's a kind of a busybody type guy that he'll put his those feelings into like projects and things yes. and,
1: and million percent
0: either let it, it go out of- that way or let it it's still sitting in there somewhere yeah
1: and then there's and then like with long-term relationships family relationships there's like su- such a long history And, like, all these memories of, like, good and or bad, but with, like, the negative things, there's just, like, these little triggers where you can just, like, say something a certain way, Mm -hmm. and then it just pisses the person off, and you're just like, oh, fuck. And then you get into the cycles of being in the places, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad we're talking about this. I think that people need to hear this. And, and I'm oh, sure that there's like more, there's probably like a technical term for like what we're talking about. Oh now. yeah.
0: And, and that's the whole thing about this podcast. I actually talked to, um, the girl, uh, M, who did marketing for me for my business about, um, doing some artwork for this podcast Ooh. so we can get it on Apple and stuff. Okay. And, uh, so as I was like you know trying to explain to her what uh like the, the, the goals I guess are of the podcast or like describe it and whatnot um you know like I had a vision and then I'm like but maybe it's different now like I don't know but all in all I'm like no it's not like the, the the main point of it was to have real conversations and whether that's with like just you and I talking about what our real regular life is like or if it is you know when I. Um, if, if there's someone we want to talk to a professional yeah. athlete or something like that, it's still going to be about like, you know, how that person is a real, real person. Yeah. And it's not just like all highlights on, uh, on, on social media and, you know, like they poop too, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So it's, it's, yeah, I, I wanted it to be something that, you know, the majority of people can relate to and yeah. it's all things that you either follow on Instagram or whatever social media podcast, you listen to it for a reason. And it's most likely because you relate to it in some way or another. So people who don't relate to this, like aren't going to listen. And I don't care just like, they're not going to follow me or my business or whatever. Like if it doesn't, if, if the content doesn't do anything for you, then don't follow it or listen to it. Because like, whether it's a small amount of people or big amount of people, as long as it relates to somebody and yes. whether it's just for comedy or they realize some things of like makes them feel like oh yeah you know what like I can go talk to somebody or like yeah I can set these boundaries or whatever think,
1: I think that this podcast is just good for you and I to keep up on our friendship because yeah. <laughs> I we I just gel with you so forking well and totally find that with everybody you know exactly and like, I'm I, for us I'm glad we're doing this me podcast. too and it's only our third one and who knows what will come of this you exactly. know I exactly mean? like a year from now we could look back at this and be like hey remember that one time we tried a podcast yeah exactly like, maybe we could look back and be like hey remember our first podcast and like look at where we're at now like because we are doing this now, it'll naturally unfold. And we, it's good to like set goals and everything, but like, you don't necessarily have to have like a business plan for one, you know, just Fucking do it and see what happens. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. this is how things happen by trying, trial and error, and making mistakes.
0: Exactly. It's like I've I've put this off for years and years and years because I was like, I don't know what I want to talk about. All these podcasts were like, Hey, I'm a health and wellness podcaster. I'm a this or that, and I'm like, I just want to talk. Like, and I didn't think that there was a place for that for a regular person talk about regular things and then I did start finding some where I'm like yeah these two are just like chatting away however like again like the the people that I even listen to were it's just two friends shooting shit yeah. um one of them is also like a professional athlete still you know and has tens of thousands of followers and has businesses and programs and stuff so it's like always still like more intimidating of well there's still somebody they had a following they had something and now they're just talking to their friend about like the daily grind or whatever and I'm like I don't have a successful like huge business I'm not any kind of person or icon or anything like that like you know our friends if that listen to this right now (laughs) and uh and maybe it will grow and I do want it to grow I do I want it for a reason but um and to be able to monetize it would be awesome but I wasn't waiting gonna like wait for a way where I knew like I'm gonna make a buck off it I'm like Mm -hmm. just gotta start it and hopefully it can get to that point where and not even like making money off of it but like uh just supporting it like to have the like uh, equipment or to like basically, it's like, you know, not lose an hour of of work or life or something else you could have been doing. You're like, oh no, we actually like kind of made money sitting here chatting. Like, yeah. didn't, didn't lose any. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could be working right now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um. But, but all in all, it's like just because I want to to freaking do it and. Yeah and yeah
1: and we're doing it so cheers yes, we are Bye. yay
0: oh yeah I was hoping to have coffee with you this morning but I'm doing this I can't uh, drink or eat anything besides water for like an hour before I do these oh, inter- adrenal yeah. like saliva things so mm-hmm. I've been waiting to do this like second one before I have coffee but it'll be gr- just in time for like work so it'll be perfect so I won't be overloaded with coffee yeah. by the time I get to work <laughs> but um but so, yeah, sorry, another tangent. <laughs> no, it's,
1: it's it's a okay, no need to apologize, but I'll get to like the heavy shit. Um, so a week before Christmas, Murray's dad passed away unexpectedly. Um, he uh, and his son, and best friend, and his son, his best friend's son, they all went out to this cat, their family friend's cabin that they've been going out to for years and have like so many memories. It's in the TNOA Valley over by Leavenworth. So it's like, they would go there in the summer, they would go there in the winter. And so they went the, the weekend before Christmas to go on a snowmobiling trip. And this 67 year old and his friend and their kids, they went snowmobiling on a, on Friday and again on Saturday. And they were like cutting down trees and like doing, doing the normal things that the good old boys do. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Sunday rolls around and he just wasn't Daryl Murray's dad was like, I'm just, I'm not feeling so hot. I think I'm going to sit this out, which isn't normal for him. Um, I mean, like, I think after two days of snowmobiling, I'd be like, nah, dog, I'm sitting the third day out. You know It's hard on your body. And like, so he was just like I'm not feeling so good I kind of feel like I have heartburn which again is not normal for him or is normal for him because he has laid hardwood floors his entire life and he would just always get heartburn because of like being in that bent over oh right all the time like it it just like even Murray gets heartburn because that
0: indigestion yeah
1: yeah so um and his son was with him and the the friend obviously and his son recalled that he like kept on like rubbing his face um and like again didn't really think anything of it so the friend and the two kids who are not kids they're our age right they're
0: adult kids
1: yeah and then um they came back to the cabin and there was like a coroner there and a sheriff and they were oh my god "Yeah." yeah that's how they came back to it and um they were just like you know the thoughts that run in your head immediately when seeing something like that you're like oh the dogs must have got out or like you know just like you don't think like oh hey they're there because my dad died yeah so anyways um they come back from snowmobiling to that scene to find out that that's why they're there and apparently, so like Daryl, the dad who passed, mm-hmm. he was like he was the the cabin was cleaned. He moved his snowmobile over to the to the flatbed trailer or whatever to load it up. Yeah, he needed other people's help, so he was probably waiting for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like going back and forth to his truck, like loading things up, cleaning up the cabin, and the neighbors saw him go down and fall to the ground, and then try to get back up, and he couldn't, and by the time he got over to him, he tried to do CPR, but his face had turned white, oh my god, and he was gone, and I, he had, like, a a cut across his eyebrow and his nose, so he must have, like, fell, hit his head, and just died, and it fucking sucks, because he just was such a huge part of our lives, like, just intertwined in so many people's lives and he had so much life left in him and it and like he he was shocked that he made it past 60 because his dad died at like 62 so he just like kind of had it in his head that he wasn't gonna live long Mm. um based on like his dad and come to find out that's how his cookie crumbled and yeah so that really fucked us up the week before Christmas and it still is like oh yeah with it and I just think that like especially for his son Evan and Murray so Murray is his uh stepson so mm-hmm. his, his wife um had a kid before they got married who is Murray my partner mm-hmm. and Daryl was Murray's dad until he was two and like just such a pivotal person in his life and you
0: mean like from he from the time he was two yeah
1: from the time yeah he yeah, was yeah. On. and so that's his dad you know yeah. he, him. he is Quincy's grandpa you know like just this huge person in your life that you think's gonna be and then they just one day aren't and it's just such a fucking trip and that's why you have to call the people when you think of them
0: yeah and like when I said that too um about the friends is like oddly like not even thinking about like knowing that this has happened for you guys um that that wasn't even in mind but it makes it like hammer at home even more uh yeah. it was more of just like you know you just don't know when someone's in a bad dad. place so, yeah totally call your
1: mom yeah call her, whoever
0: and anybody like he said it's it's and we we say this whenever things like this happen and and life does happen and kind of get in the way and all of a sudden it's been a week you're like oh crap like when is the last time I talked to to so-and-so and um, so you always have the the good intentions, but it's like, when you do think about it, like try to act on yeah. it, even if it's just that text and you have to explain and preface and say, Hey, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm driving right now or like heading into work, but I just thought of you. And I just wanted to say like, hi, I love yeah. you. Um, yeah. if you feel like, you know, you avoid it, like I do, because I don't want to get in a back mm. and forth conversation and, and like end up ignoring the person all day because I, checked a text and then got busy with work and forgot to get back to them it's like yeah Yeah. send that little little preface and it it doesn't have to be that Mm -hmm. and it just will make that person like just feel feel good even if it's someone you talk to every day but you're like oh i forgot to tell you i love you today or something
1: yeah Um, and i feel like for people who are within your immediate circle your parents your siblings your partner they are fucking annoying. They annoy the <laughs> shit. Out. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. they're annoying. We are mm-hmm. annoying people. We get annoyed, but like, you just kind of have to check yourself sometimes and be like, Hey, yes, they're annoying. And they have these things, but this is
0: my, per. these are, yeah, my-
1: exactly. And it's harder, easier said than done a hundred percent, but like shit, man,
0: yeah, that's I can't imagine well with with Quincy now, the little one. I mean, you've gone through it. You've you've had a lot of loss in, in yeah. your life and you lost your mom at a young, young, young age. Um, and I don't I had this it's like I hate when people say this and I felt this like even if this is no comparison, but like with the dog and just the way it happened suddenly, like yeah, you you People want to say, like, at least it was sudden and not, you know, you didn't like like, you went through with your mom of of seeing her go like just dwindle away, processing it. And yeah,
1: and I've been thinking about that. So, like, my mom passed away of breast cancer, she battled it for four years, and like it was a dragged out process. Yes, but I and like maybe because I'm older and I have a kid, but I just feel like this one hits so hard and and even losing a dog it is a comparison because it's a loss of your family yeah and and like I know dogs don't live as long as people but still there's such like a presence in your life that it just like when it's gone you're just like knocked out your your keister. it's just like such a trip and like I don't know which is better, which is worse. Right. That's even like experiencing all these different kinds of losses. I'm just like, I don't, and I I don't know if it's because of like being in a pandemic or like what, but it just like this one really hit hard. Also being an adult and having to try to keep it together for my, for Quincy. Oh my God. I have just been, and I don't know if it's because, I'm used to him being in school now or what. And now that he's on winter break, I'm like, you're making me want to rip my hair out. And like trying to like be present for him and patient for him. And it's just bizarre how he, like the day we found out he cried Mm -hmm. and was like, my grandpa, my grandpa. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, he hasn't cried since. And he's just been like going along as normal. And like, I've had days where I'm like, I can't even fucking get out of bed today. You know, it's just, and and it's just wild how each person deals with the grief differently. Like for Murray, for example, he's been burying himself in our bathroom project and we have our, all of our plumbing in place, which is awesome. Like that's a huge progress. And he like, I don't know if he would have had the time off if his father had or hadn't died, but yeah it's just like every and like his poor mother
0: yeah and
1: his brother who was like there and like now living with like the survivor's guilt of being yeah if i would have Mm -hmm. done this or Mm -hmm. if he would have like it's just and and it's like this is gonna be like a lifetime of like it's never gonna go away it's never gonna go away and and like I'm not married into this family, but I have been with Murray for the past ten years. I've been going so to Christmases for the past however many years, and like
0: you have a kid into that yeah. family, like yeah. you're you're, and, you're in it. He
1: was he was grandpa, and yeah. like he was also like our childcare provider. Like the yeah, one of the main reasons why I would have gone back to work would have been so because Daryl was watching mm-hmm. Quincy, and like it was someone that I trusted and someone that loved Quincy. And you know, like now that's gone and I'm like, what the fuck are we going to do? Yeah.
0: And it was someone like, you know, you love, you trust Quincy knows and loves and trusts. So it's a whole another thing of like, yeah, (laughs) now it's going to make things harder in, in many ways. And it's so hard when it comes to loss of like, not going, I always feel so so weird about like what you what you can what you say without sounding um, like uh, superficial or uncaring of like yeah like our child care provider and it's like yeah but he's so much more than that and like you know that and everybody knows that but it's just the spider web of, of things that you're just like this isn't just like this person we love and know is gone it's like our lives are like a little unraveled because they were so intertwined with him with like murray working for him and it's like yes, now, now who like and, and maybe some of that stuff was already in place i don't know if like someone else already really takes the bids or does this or that um Not like really. someone has to completely step up and, and run the whole business By, and, while and, grieving yeah My and stop, like what about mama. you know mom and how is she yeah. doing now she's alone and and uh, the multiple houses property. yeah, yeah.
1: i don't know I'm not sure exactly what they were doing with their retirement, but I think that the reason why they had so many houses was to like, have that be part of their assets. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, Oh, it's just such a trip. It is just such a trip. And Murray's going through this thing where he's like, I'm looking at myself through the grave now. And, and he always has done that and has always been really good at like looking into the future and like seeing how your actions today, like go into, and which I don't like Mm -mm. most people fucking don't think that Mm -mm. way and so it's just like the way our different brains all these different brains deal with it and all these different relationships like I've been texting his best friend being like how are you right he's not okay and like just all these things that he did like they would go on fish camps together and like he was just such a lively human being and just for it to be gone like that it's just so and like he was the person who everyone in this family went to to bitch about the other person
0: yeah he was the person who everyone laid it all out on and seriously because he was just support, the, the pillar is. the pillar yes
1: and that's what I keep on saying like a true pillar and like when one of your pillars of your community is gone you're just like holy. Fully... hmm shit and then well, you literally problem. have
0: to rebuild like if you think about it as a actual yes. pillar and that breaks like
1: you, you know if there's out. a bunch
0: of other support like it's still in there but you still have to fix that one and rebuild from the bottom up exactly so, so, like, that's exactly how it is like the the boys or whoever you know have to pick up the yes. slack in the properties and the business and um and, and then start you just have to that.
1: reconfigure like your personal place within your unit your community your family and just try to like fit in where that person held so much up
0: yeah yeah and it just changes too because you know now that the the rebuilding that's yeah it's just going to be different is it like a multiple pillars now or is it just the one it's still going to be a different one um I just I can't imagine like yeah the sudden like you said you've gone through a lot of it and you can't ever decipher like which is worse and it's always it's like again a, a weird thing to say it's Like you can't say like this one was worse or tougher like yeah yeah
1: uh, or you,
0: you can in certain ways obviously but I think I don't know and for me when things just happen suddenly like I said it's just like that big old punch in the gut out of nowhere like knocks the wind yeah. out of you you're like oh fuck I this wasn't even on my radar yeah. I hadn't even thought about like <laughs> really what would happen or as opposed to if you you know kind of see it coming you might have a little bit in place it doesn't make the grief any any less but your mind maybe has gone there before as opposed to like these moments when you're like my mind never went in that direction like I don't know what to what to do you're just like really or like it
1: it does a little bit
0: yeah we're all morbid
1: don't let it go there don't do the things like I'm sure he had a will and all this other stuff but Mm -hmm. like I, so I have a girlfriend who is a death doula and Mm -hmm. it's basically just like someone who helps you put things in order once you're gone. Mm -hmm. So, and she's been really big in like the LGBTQ plus community because there's been people who have transitioned and then they've died, but their parents are like, this is my daughter and was born a female. So we're going to put her in what we saw her as. Oh, right. And like, that's not like, if that's, if you know what I mean? Like if you transitioned and you're like, I am not that person that I was born as like, you don't want to be represented like that after you're gone. So this has like totally made me want to go see her even more, especially now that I have a kid, because like, if I were to die tomorrow right now, I, I mean, and I talked to Daryl about this. I was like, Hey, if I go, like, where would Quincy go? And he, and Daryl was like, duh, he would go to me or Janet. And I'm like, well, now duh. you're gone. Cool. Yeah. And like, it, it, Quincy's rambunctious and crazy and all over the place. And I was worried about him going over to the house with just grandma there anyways, because yeah. she caters to him and right. does all the work he wants. And then the next day she's just like wiped because yeah. he just requires so much. So I'm just like, ah, man, put put your places in order, like put your things in order as far as like what's going to happen when you die. Get that Roth IRA going, like do the things, call the people, tell them that you love them. And Mm -hmm. also for someone who is currently going through grief and like you're, you want to know how to help. Like even I, for Murray's mom have been like, what can I do? Or like even saying the things where it's like, I'm so sorry, which when I had my stillborn, and people would say that to me, I'm like, "Why the fuck are people saying that? It's not their fault." And like, but now I can't
0: help but say that, you know, like because you're just like because you are, you're sorry, like you, you're empathetic. You are like it wasn't your fault. But I think that like it's one thing when you just say I'm sorry all the time, like for doing things, like like, like I don't know, some, some people at work, and I feel like women all the time. They're like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." I'm like. Yeah. Yes. like, oh, they did something wrong. I'm sorry. I was like, it, like, it's fine. You didn't know how to, how to do it. Like no one, no one got hurt in the process. Like quit yeah. saying, quit apologizing all the time. But like in these situations, I feel like that I'm sorry comes from the empathy of like, I, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do. That's how I feel. Like, I am so sorry that I cannot take any of this weight or pain from yes. you. And there's nothing I can do to make you feel better. And, uh, And like, you know, I'm sure people like that's all they hear. So they maybe get tired of like hearing that when they're in the situation, but it's not like a a fault. Sorry. It's a like, i am just, I feel so awful that I cannot do anything to take this away from you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like, I wish we had greater words than like love and like, sorry, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm sure we do like, you just got to like dig for it and find it and also for things to do while someone is grieving or whatever. And, and I mean, everybody's different and every situation is different. So tread lightly with this information, but like bring food. Cause there's been so many days where I'm like, I can't, I yeah. can't make food for my family right now. Or like, just show up,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: like literally just show up. And I mean, again, people will handle this differently, but like, just be there. And like, instead of, instead of asking, what can I do? Like suggest, do it. Yeah. suggest things exactly, and then see how the person takes it. Because it's just like, you don't, when you lose someone sudden like that, when you lose fucking anyone, when you lose a, a pet, when you lose anything, sudden, expected, elongated, whatever, just your mind is in such a weird place that you yeah. don't know what you need, but just go back to the basics. Water, yeah. food, shelter.
0: Totally. Yeah. Yep. hundred like percent. Everyone takes it differently. So you have to kind of know what that person, uh, or have yeah. try to have an idea. Maybe you can always ask other people around who are closer to, who have a better insight of yeah. some people. Are like I have 18 casseroles, like don't bring me another one or yes. whatever, but yeah. Some are busy, or like,
1: be, or just be like, "Hey, can I come over and do your dishes?" Like, yeah, and, and, and totally. Try not to take it in. Me, I mean, like, please? can I take Quincy
0: to the park? Like. Yes. Please. <laughs> uh,
1: and yeah. and I told my friends that, and even even then, like, I, I still have a hard time being like, "Please take him." Yeah, and, like you course. know what? I, or like, in I don't know. It's just so bizarre how like our society, we have a hard time asking for help, but like, we can't fucking do it all especially with like the demands that today's world puts on us you know what I mean we're supposed to be especially through COVID like we're supposed to be the teacher we're supposed to be Mm -hmm. the parent we're supposed to be the friend we're supposed to be the emo. you know what I mean like it's just we can't do it all like each person is a different person who has individual strengths and you just fucking can't
0: yeah, have a hard time asking for help and accepting help, but I do think, like, as what we've talked about in the last few is we're getting to points of our life, and I think it's getting a, a little bit more uh, normalized, too, of that, like, we're, uh, previously, it's like, it wasn't until you're rock bottom or, like, older like, you know, it'd yeah. be like people are like our parents go into therapy or something. They're and it's like, yeah. you know what? Like, why wait? If I feel like I need to talk to somebody now, um, like why, why wait? I don't have to be in this like rock bottom end-all situation to feel like I need an unbiased, like, third-party opinion or someone to talk to about things um, and Even I, I think I'm like, getting better at like asking for help because it's just like why why run yourself to the ground and like yeah. let yourself like if if help is there you can find it it's just like you have to just like take it and accept it, it doesn't make you a weak person um, and you don't have to broadcast it like if you don't want to if you feel like yeah. it does make you weak or something but I'm like I don't fucking care like yeah I'll ask all the questions and yeah. um, it's more about like the the, you know some of these things that the when you need help from a professional like financially like can you do it and a lot of people are in that situation that they can't but um it becoming more available or figuring out ways so I think like you even telling me that it's like oh wow look there is an easy way like for us yeah. to access like go online and you can find stuff um takes a little digging sometimes or just a little I don't know it, it's out there but mm-hmm. um I do have to wrap up and get to ready for work try and brush my teeth after I finish spitting in this too but (laughs) that's what I've been doing hopefully you don't hear it um I oh uh maybe maybe we can do this really quick Mm -hmm. I don't really like new year's resolutions or anything like that um well but just I mean my 2022 goals really are just like as we won't have another one till after I uh I just want to continue on this like a couple week path. I've been yeah. on of, like, getting a little more financially stable and asking for more help to like get there and just try to keep my head on straight. Really. I don't, I don't really, I'm not doing like a, like I ever do like, Oh, 20, lose 20 pounds or whatever. It'd be, it'd be nice and really great. But what I'm doing is to like trying to actually figure my health out. And if it gets yes. me to that, then cool. Yeah. But, um, there, and if yeah. it
1: lasts past 2022, then fork, yeah. Because... Yeah,
0: totally. Do you have anything?
1: Um, I, uh, oh my God. So I might try to do dry January.
0: Yeah. See what your, uh, therapist therapist, back yeah. With?
1: yeah. I know. She just like that really, like, I was like, oh fuck. So maybe we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, p- in, in early December, Sally and I were consistently going to the gym. So yes, that too, like being physical, mm-hmm. um, and then just trying to have a better regimen and like waking up with intentions mm-hmm. and like being more mindful. Um, and like, as far as like, uh, career. I guess, like, cause it's, I mean, goals, there's like, mul- you, We're multi-savvy. Yep. I really, really want to learn how to be more technically, technical, sa- te- tech savvy. I can't say and, it either. Yeah. <laughs> I want to yeah. like, learn how to like store my photos better. So yeah. I got like, a big um, external hard drive for Christmas and I put all my photos on, most of my photos on that. I need to figure out how to get things from my iCloud oh real hard drive so if you have any tips tricks yeah whatever um so yeah just becoming more tech savvy video editing photo editing um and capturing more moments yes have the technology
0: well we will definitely do this again hopefully we can in the net like next week or early january um and we can always like you know Goals don't have to be set by December thirty first. Yeah, There's no they can set them throughout the year. Yeah, but we, we can, can do them quarterly. Yeah, That's totally. Yep. Yeah, short term, short term goals are a little bit better because they get you yeah. to those long term. So yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I got to jet to to work. Andrew's to drop me off. I got to. <laughs> what a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, well,
1: good chatting with you and thank you, you too. for
0: talk about
1: I wish life. we could
0: I wish we could go more I know I don't know well um, we'll
1: have to, it'll just we'll just have to do this again next week. Yes
0: we'll we'll get on that weekly regimen for sure it's, it's coming it's coming Okay I love you so much I love you too have a good day at work Okay you too bye, bye.